Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, where food bloggers come to get their fill of the latest tips, tricks, and insight into the world of food blogging. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll provide you with the tools you need to add value to your blog, and we'll also ensure you're taking care of yourself because food blogging is a demanding job. Now, please welcome your host, Megan Porta. Food bloggers, don't forget to check out the food blogging forum style community that we started over at forum.eatblogtalk.com. Finally, there's one place that we can all convene and talk and that isn't scattered all over Facebook. Here are the things that I am loving about it. It is free. It also allows for categorized discussions on all food blogging topics And there's a category for sharing successes, aka self-promotion. So no more holding back about discussing your big wins and things that you're promoting. Also, everything is in one single spot. So no hopping around from group to group. And there's an amazing opportunity to network and really get to know your fellow food bloggers in a single place. So come join the discussions that are going on over at forum.eatblogtalk.com. And I hope you enjoy this as much as I do. Don't forget forum.eatblogtalk.com. Okay, food bloggers, have you heard of Flowdesk, the new big email marketing rage? This is an amazing new option for managing your email subscriber list. It is super easy to use and it comes with gorgeous, intuitive drag and drop templates. And Flowdesk does not charge based on number of subscribers. So your monthly rate will stay the same from month to month. Everyone pays $38 a month or use my affiliate link to get 50% off and pay only $19 a month. You guys, this is a fraction of the price of other email service providers, and you'll be blown away by the beautiful and intuitive templates waiting for you inside. Visit eatblogtalk.com forward slash resources to grab your link. Flowdesk, the stunning new option for email marketing. Hello, food bloggers. Welcome to Eat Blog Talk, the podcast made for you, food bloggers seeking value for your businesses and your lives. Today, I will be having a discussion with Brian Johnson from happymothering.com, and we will talk about making blogging a full-time job as a husband-wife team. Brian and his wife's main blog is Happy Mothering, which is a blog designed to help moms navigate natural living in the modern world. Happy Mothering has focuses on five areas, recipes, beauty, crafts and DIY, homemaking, and family life. They also have up-and-coming blogs, Our Family Crushes, PLR Content Hub, Keto Diet Mom, Spiritual Wonderland, Crazy Dad Speaks, which is Brian's newest blog focusing on blogging for business. And they have a couple other blogs that they'll be launching in 2020 as well. Wow, Brian, you guys are totally immersed in blogging and I'm super excited to have a conversation about all of this with you. But first, give us a fun fact about yourself. Fun fact about myself, I am also a professional snowboard coach. I coach kids at the highest level of snowboarding. It's, uh, we live a mile away from the closest slope and uh, snowboard 100 plus days a season too. Oh, where are you at? Big Bear Lake, California. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. So my mom lives in Palm Springs. And okay, so I lived there when I was maybe 10 to 12-ish. And my stepdad at the time had taught me to ski as a kid. 
So when we moved to California, we were like, oh no, where are we going to ski? But then we found this place called Big Bear. So we used to go there all the time. He'd take me out of school and be like, hey, you can skip school today. Let's go skiing. So that was our place. So that's so funny. Oh my goodness. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. And I love that you're a snowboard instructor. I did uh, ski instructing for many years and I live in Minnesota, so we don't have probably as long of a season as you guys do. I'm not sure, but but I love it. It's just like getting out in the winter air and connecting with kids and it's just invigorating and I can't even explain it in words, but I love that you do that too. So cool. No, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So super fun to learn that about you. Um, To start off our conversation today, we're going to totally switch gears and talk about being a husband-wife team and blogging. And I would love for you just to start by telling us how you got started blogging with your wife and how that transition went for both of you. That's a great question. So uh, let's rewind. So I started blogging before I even met my wife. I was like, uh, was a date coach and taught guys how to date. And I had a blog and it became rather popular. And it was just this weird thing because everybody was, was like, I didn't want to tell anybody. It's like, no, I, I'm not a blogger. That's that's the weird thing. So fast forward, met my wife. We're together. Back, uh, we have our, our first daughter. The first year she's uh, alive. Um, I quit the blog after I met my wife, obviously. And so we're both in the corporate world and shirt and tie world. And we decided, you know, let's quit this corporate life. Let's move to South America and try to figure out what's really, truly important life. So we moved down to Uruguay and I'm like, hey, yo, this blog thing. So I had all this attention from people and it's really weird that I had all this attention, but there's things called affiliates and I'm not really sure about them, but I know there's a way we can make money online. I know there is, you know, I I was uh, learning how to do SEO, like Craigslist ads and how to drive traffic for the company I was at, how to drive uh, leads in. I was like, you know, I know there's a way we can like get leads and sell them or there's some way to do it that we can do a full-time living. So when we moved to South America, we're very, very blessed to be in a position that we didn't have to worry about working for a solid year and a half. So we're like, okay, let's figure this out. So we started a blog together just went into it together. And that's how we learned how to work together. We were like, okay, we took this course online and uh, it was a blog course. We took it together. We sat uh, sat down next to each other. It was putting my ego aside, her putting her ego aside. And so we start a blog while we're in South America. And within our first month of being down there, we get pregnant. And we're like, oh, because we kind of planned on moving every three to six months to wherever we wanted to go all throughout South America. So we are in Uruguay, then we're going to go to Argentina, then over to Chile, up to Ecuador and had this plan. But we got pregnant. We're like, oh, okay." So we stayed in Montevideo. And while we were there, blogging was so new, we got approached to do a cookbook and we made a cookbook and didn't make any money on it. And but what really brought us together, I think, was just the whole process of doing it together in the kitchen, cooking together and with the worst process photos you could ever see. And so we put out this cookbook, the expat cookbook of how to make everything from scratch, from sour cream to how to make stew and, and all this kind of stuff, the expat cookbook. So we did this and we're, it was a huge learning experience. And then when our second daughter was born, we're like, OK, let's move to where should we move to? My wife's from Southern California. She wanted to be close to family and stuff. It's a solid 24-hour trip to get to where we live from Southern California. So we're like, all right, let's move back. And then 
So we moved to Southern California to here, Big Bear Lake. And during that time, while we're in South America, Crystal started Happy Mothering just out of the blue. Uh, She started our Happy Mothering as just an expression, as an outlet just for her to write and just, you know, just as a blog used to be back in the day, you know. And the next thing you know, we moved back to Southern California. I get in the music industry and she's doing happy mothering and it's starting to bring in a little bit of cash. And it's like, okay, this is cool. And so I was just supportive of her saying, all right, that's cool. It's bringing in cash. And with us living in South America, it really got us used to that freedom lifestyle of, Hey, we can do whatever we want whenever we want, which is pretty awesome. And that's the, it's a, it's addicting actually. So and I was October 17th, I was like, you know, I'm just not having fun in the music industry. The bad times are definitely outweighing the good times right now. And I don't care about the money. The money's great, but I just don't care about it. I'm not happy. So I went full time at home. So the whole thing was for the next six months, life was amazing because, uh, yeah, I came back. I'm not doing the music. I'm like chilling and having a good winter time, coaching the girls, doing everything. The next thing you know. My wife gets sick. Oh, no. She gets real sick. Uh, she had a, a gallstone back into her pancreatic duct, gave her pancreatitis, like had emergency surgery, like this whole thing. I was uh, I was on tour for my own music, actually. I was in Costa Rica when that happened. And uh, emergency, I flew back from Costa Rica, get back. And the doctors, what we've just recently found out, the doctors had poisoned her with antibiotics. Specialist believes it's, it was a combination of Leviquin and Flagyl that destroyed her body, basically. Oh, my gosh. That's terrible. It's so horrible. So what happened then is, you know, I'd help with the blog here and there. I imagine like a lot of husbands do, you know, hey, yeah, hey, oh, you need to help. I can be your taste tester. Be my hand model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like I'm always there to help my wife. And and the blog, blog at that point was doing well that I didn't have to tour anymore. It was great, but didn't have to. And she's been bedridden since, you know, this is a couple of years ago now. So the whole entire, entire blogging business fell on me. So that's where I've taken over the whole thing. And, you know, for the last 10, well, for until two months ago, for the previous 10 months, the, all the doctors thought she had ALS or something under that thing. So we we're like, wow, you know, that's just a thing. So two months ago, no, you don't have ALS. It's actually poisoning. So. Oh my goodness, you guys, that's a lot to go through. People go through so much worse than we do. So we're just lucky she's not dying. I mean, I mean, seriously, that's the, at the end of the day, that's the best news ever. So perspective, right? <laughs> yeah, it really truly is. So whenever I came home my uh, to work, it was not the intention at all for me to have anything to do with happy mothering other than helping because it was already doing well enough. It replaced my income. We do extraordinarily well with affiliates. We do extraordinarily well with sponsored content. And it's like, okay, cool. This is awesome. So the whole thing was for me to start my own thing. And my whole goal was to, at first was to 
just start a thing about like motivation, if anything, of, hey, just live a positive life. You know, a lot of men out there who are in the corporate world right now, this moment, they sit in a cubicle or they sit in an office looking at cubicles and they just sit there and they just shake their head at the uh, in their middle management because the people at the top make the dumbest decisions ever. And you just say, no, that's stupid. Why would you even think of doing that? You don't even know what goes on here. And when you're sitting there in an office and, and you have those moments, your head just starts throbbing and you're just like, oh my God. I've been there. Yeah, I hear you. It's frustrating. And I know, like you said, there are a lot of people in that and they're in it and they stay in it because that's all they've known. That's all they've done. Um, But I wanted to touch on real quick before we move on something that you said earlier, which is you guys moved to a different country and doing that gave you a new perspective on what you could have when you came back home. And I think that's so key because we get in the grind and this is all we see every day, day in and day out. And when you're placed in a new situation, you're like, oh my gosh. And then I think you use the words, you, it's almost like addicting, like, wow, there's so much more freedom than I could have ever known. So I love that. And do you think that you would have ever gotten that perspective if you would not have moved out of the country? That's a great question. So um, I was so fed up with the corporate world. I mean, I, I can't I can't even describe. And um, I'll tell you this, the day my dog died, my little dog, Brownie, I had a miniature pincher. She's, she only had one lung that worked. She wasn't supposed to live to be six months old. She lived to be six and a half years old. So Crystal's at home with Zoe, our, our youngest on uh, maternity leave. Like uh, Zoe was just a little, little baby, wasn't even walking yet. And I get the phone call. It's first thing in the morning. And I, and I have like a client meeting type thing, like – financially big meeting that needs to close for the company. And I'm just like, Oh God. And I get a phone call and I live 10 minutes from not even 10 minutes from the office and you got to get home. Something's wrong with Brownie. uh, Something wrong with her. And I'm like, Oh, boom, I get home and Brownie's already dead and Crystal's crying, holding the baby. So I take my uh, tie off, I barrier, I get back to the uh, office and my uh, boss is like, it's just a dog. Oh, no, you're kidding. That's it. That's like the final straw, right? I mean, come on. Yes. Not just what you're dealing with, but you just had to go see your wife and like she was trying to manage your newborn and and you went right back to the office. Goodness gracious. And then I go in, I close this huge deal, huge deal for the company, close it. And uh, I was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and take the day off. And he's like, why? And uh, I was like, because my dog died. My wife's crying. And, and I just made us a lot of money. And and the words came out of his mouth were, were, oh, and I was just like, wow, I'm done. And at that moment in time, I was like, you know what? In my mind, I was like, I will just go work at McDonald's. I will do that. I will start at the bottom. I can have my own franchise within a year or two. And that's that's literally what was going on in my mind. I was just like, I don't need this job. I don't need to work here. And I was just, I was, just, and I think a lot of guys get there, but they didn't have options. Like, and a lot of men don't have the options that I did. I was just so lucky I had the options and I, I was just done. I was just like, boom. And I ended up leaving. I left and I didn't come back and I was done. And that's when we, we had already had, toyed with the idea of moving out of the country. It was kind of a cool idea, but that was kind of the catalyst of everything was my dog dying. And so 
you know, to get a better perspective on life, you know, what's truly important with life? Is it the almighty dollar that everybody is chasing? No, it's not. It's your family. It's being with your family. It's spending that time. Time You can't get time back. It's gone. It's. It, I don't care how much cash you have. Mm, I hear you. You know? Yeah, it goes. And there's nothing you can do about that. And I just want to comment on your... I'm so sorry about that corporate experience because it's like humanity, emotions, empathy is just stripped from so much of the corporate world. And I'm not saying that that is like that everywhere, but I can relate. I worked in the corporate world myself for a long time and I can tell you stories that would make me cry because they were just like, I look back and I cannot believe some of the things that I went through and that happened. And our conversation before this interview started, I told you that our son has a lot of medical needs. So I was tied to my job for a really long time because we had amazing health insurance through my job. And I feel like they held that over my head for a really long time. And anytime I had an issue and I'd bring it up, they'd be like, well, Megan, you can't go anywhere. Look at what we're doing. You know, like these health benefits, you will not find them anywhere. And I was like, you're right. I won't. Can you imagine going back into that environment after having this freedom? Well, I will tell you, I drive by there a lot because it's on a main interstate. And every time I get even close, my entire body reacts. I'm not kidding. And my boys remember it. So they're like, mom, remember you worked there? And I'm like, stop. No, no reminder. So no, there were days when I would go into work, like I would go to reach for the door that led into the building and I would get like physically ill and it was not a good situation. So even in the lean months that we have sometimes, because we do all have lean months as bloggers, there's nothing that could ever make me go back to doing that. And that, you know, that's not the right decision for everybody. But for me, oh, thank God for the freedom. And I love that. I mean, I'm very sad that your dog died. And that's a horrifying story, <laughs> just gut-wrenching story. But but I'm glad that you had something that propelled you in that direction and that made you make a big change. And sometimes it's those really tough things that do that for us. Thank you so much. And the thing is, you know, Brownie, she was she was only supposed to live to be six months old. I'd take her to Helen Woodward. And I was just like, the best doctors in, is in Rancho Santa Fe, the best doctors in the country for dogs. And I was just like, you know, she's going to do okay. And, she, and so she got to live a really wonderful life for six and a half years. So that that's wonderful. And yeah, that catalyst right there, I was just like, but it wasn't just that. It was like, we also knew there's a way to make money online because the internet was still, still, it's still in its infancy. And that's what people don't understand. The internet's so tiny. There's no competition on the internet at all. There's so much room to grow. 3 billion people on the planet don't even have access to the internet right now. In the next 30 years, dude, the internet's going to be giant. So, so going into it with happy mothering, because, you know, this was, this is the breadwinner for us working here. It hasn't been all roses by any means. We've had some fights, Crystal and I have, because the thing is, it's like I come in, it's like one thing that I've always, always, and this is what made happy mothering work so well, I feel, I've always kept my mouth shut completely on the content because Crystal's always been the content creator. It's not me. It's not my place. And that's where putting my ego aside, putting everything aside and just saying, hey, that's her and let her own that. I don't need to. 
So that's so great. I love that you knew that going in, just like that's your thing. I'm going to let you continue to do your thing. So I'm curious when your wife got sick and you just decided, okay, I need to come into this full time. What are those first things that you did for the business that kept you going? Like what projects did you start with, et cetera? Okay. So Crystal, listen to this and honey, I love you. Uh, the majority of the content was crap. It was super fluffy, thin content. So we went through the content deletion process, uh, deleted from 3,500. I think we have about 900 blog posts right now and still cutting. Deleting super, super thin content. That's doing that, uh, going through, reorganizing the categories. Uh, I've always done like the back end stuff of like, you know, hey, need help with this, that, the other. So like reorganizing the categories, going through rewriting posts so they're not thin content, actually making them valuable content. Uh, what else? A lot of work on the blog, like directly making the directly on it to try to improve it uh let's see then you know doing recipes making recipes shooting video i do all uh, all the video content creation there writing blog posts let's see i have a big social media project i'm getting ready to embark on right now also starting other blogs just a little cash ones and that's what people i think are missing out a lot on like plr content hub we don't get a ton of traffic there, but every bit of traffic we get there, so, like the vast majority of people buy because it's a very, it's a very niche specific, and that's a super affiliate. So that's like cash, and they pay daily. Like you sell yesterday, you get paid today. So it's just like daily cash flow comes in from there. So it's like focusing on affiliates, like uh, getting into good with our sponsored content. Uh, when we do our sponsored content, we really go above and beyond. And with our sponsors, we set up private, they, they, they don't have affiliate, most of them don't have affiliate programs, but we set up private deals with them and really push those affiliates and such. And it's just like really pushing the affiliate programs going out and yeah, running everything. Yeah, just making sure everything's going. So what advice do you have for husbands who might be looking to join their wives and really don't have necessarily a background in like I okay, my husband coming in, if he were to join me in business, I don't think he would be able to look at my site and be like, okay, this content is thin. And I mean, maybe eventually, but I don't think he would know even where to start. So what advice do you have for men in that situation? All right. So something that everybody, every single blogger, in my opinion, needs to learn how to do marketing, sales and marketing. So the thing that every single person should do, in my opinion, is go take Facebook Blueprint. It's Facebook's free marketing course that teaches you how to do Facebook inside and out and teaches you how to run ads. It teaches you marketing. It teaches you what audiences are. It teaches you what demographics are so you can really learn who it is and then have them sit down and have the husband sit down. Husbands, you sit down and write out avatars. If you don't know what an avatar is, hey, you're going to learn what an avatar is. <laughs> Once he learns that, you know, go through, learn the blog, learn what the strong points are. And then YouTube and Google are going to be your friends when it comes to affiliate marketing. Learn what affiliate marketing is. And uh, with that, with Facebook, you can really make money with affiliate marketing. A lot of bloggers I speak to, they want to do content creation and they don't want to mess with 
marketing. Pinterest has a, a free course to take as well. I absolutely recommend taking Pinterest Academy. It's 100% free to teach you how to run ads on Pinterest. And Pinterest is awesome. You are so right that a lot of us don't want anything to do with sales and marketing because of the content creation. We love it. As you know, you said your wife is, um, that's her thing too. And I think a lot of us, the majority of us can say that as well. So we really lack in that area. So I would be relieved to have somebody come in and just say, okay, I'm going to take over this. I'm going to research some things and get things going on that side. And I loved your recommendation to just start with a free course, whether that means Facebook or Pinterest or Instagram or whatever it is. And from there, things just gain momentum. And you maybe find that one part of it might pique your interest and you can go in a different way. But I think that's such a great recommendation, just like starting at that one pillar spot and letting it take off from there. Yeah, it's an area where you can have complete control and power. And that's the thing is like, uh, I feel a lot of guys, they have their jobs and you know, whatever it is, it's their destiny. That's their personal power that they have and to come, come home and to come back to the wife. And it's to say, Hey, look, honey, I know you've been doing this thing, but Hey, I need, I have some ways I want to change stuff up. That's not going to work. It's not going to work. It's going to cause some headbutts. So, you know, with with coming in, uh, when a guy gives up his day job, he's giving up all of his personal power, and it's an ego. It's a it's a blow to the ego, and it, it really is. It's like okay, my wife has all the power. She has all the control. She has everything here, and she's like my boss now. And you know, and it's not. She's not, but kind of, sort of, because you're like, hey, this is how things work, and you're teaching. So it goes into a position to where, you know, husband's at work and he's like, yo, I'm I'm running this and these people I tell these people what to do and, and, and these people do this and everything runs and I'm able to support my family and feed my family. I'm able to do all this. But now I'm giving all that up so my wife can tell me what to do and how to feed my family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, I can imagine that's a huge blow to many men's egos. And getting through that is probably not super easy. So that's, I think, one of the biggest challenges most men would face in that situation. But talk to us about some other challenges that you have faced. Um, other challenges? Well, video production. I, I believe every single blog post should have a video. Working together with video, we've had we've had just like... Butted heads a few times with that. We butted heads on content, like where content should go, content deletion. Should this go here? Should that go there? You know, because some con like our family crushes. That's all the that's all the stuff that needed to go off a of happy mothering, but we wanted to retain it for memories and stuff. It has so that's where it's like what needs to go where content deletion because it's a very personal thing. You know, she had uh, at one point over four thousand blog posts, and she, you know lot of time, energy, and effort to put those up. And it's a blow to her ego to delete. No, it's this is this is worthless. And it's not worthless. That's my feelings. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can totally get that how that would go. Because I, I can relate. There's so much that I've written. And I've had to do that with myself. I've had to sit down and say, look, I know you put time and love and heart into this blog post. But that is not how the user and Google sees it. So it's got to go. Well, and that's, that's the thing. It's like, hey, I know you're feeling blue on this day when it was raining outside and you love listening <laughs> to the love listening to the water drop on <laughs> the pavement. And it's a, the smell of the ozone. And, but that does nothing for anyone, you know, so. <laughs> that's hilarious. 
I have plenty of those where I'm like, what? I was talking about, yeah, the snow falling softly on the whatever outside my window. I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, and so I start going into these blog posts and here's some other contention. It's like I'm going into these blog posts and, and it's like, so – and it's a recipe. This is like a recipe. It's a recipe. And it's like, so my grandma made this. When I make this recipe, it reminds me of my grandma. And it is like 30,000 words of uh, <laughs> fluff. Uh, yeah. uh, go into the fair story. And I'm like, no, no, uh, let's talk about the recipe. Let's let's put it in like, what are some tips and tricks you can do? Can you use russet potatoes or does it need to be, you know, golden potatoes? And it's like, deleting that it's like uh we're at a point now she, she's we're so smooth and cool with the way we work but but at first especially with her being sick so it's like we're both have all these feelings and emotions of outside of the work thing and and it's like yeah this stuff's got to go this got to go and you know the thing is, is i feel i feel like before my wife got sick it's like my whole thing was not even to touch and that's that's one thing it's like i got involved with happy mothering out of necessity so one thing with her husband coming home, which originally was going to be my thing, was starting up my own thing, was starting up, hey, this, you know, how do you live your life the way you want to? How do you like let go of your ego, let go of that stuff and just accept happiness, which I feel a lot of people have a hard time doing. But that was going to be my jam was over there. So another option for a husband is if he wants to come home, you know, you have to ask yourself, do you actually need his help? Or do you want it or just want his help? Do you want his help? Or is it something you could hire a VA or somebody else to do? And really ask yourself that question, because at the end of the day, if he's given up his personal power to come work with you and you have to respect that, you just do. That's a really good point. So you do have to kind of think through that. Like, what is the whole point here? For me personally, I would like my husband to come work with me because of freedom. We love traveling. I have this vision that I have not shared with anyone, but here I go. But I would love to just like one year take our boys out of school and homeschool them and travel. And we can't do that right now because we're very limited because of his schedule. And even in our summers now, we travel, but it's very limited what we can do. And we have to plan it to the day. And I would just love it if we could be more spontaneous. So do I need him? No, I could probably get things done just fine without him. Do I want him to be in business with me? Yes, because that means so much more freedom for our family. What specifically with your blog do you want him to do? I don't know exactly. He has a lot of skills and he's very good at a lot of things. I just don't know <laughs> what... I don't know what that would be exactly. And I guess I haven't sat down and really thought through that. But I do I do know that he would be able to find something. That blogging is so diverse. There's so many different parts of it, as you know, like so many moving parts that there's something that he could dive into and take ownership of. I absolutely believe that. I just don't know what that is, especially to start. So what I recommend doing and uh, for you, for anyone who's thinking of having their husband come home, before you say, hey, come home, work with me. Hey, come home, work with me. It's going to be so fun. We can just figure out something for you to do. Sit down and write out a plan. Write out a business plan for the next 12 months and for the next uh, like three year, like a three year business plan, you know, three year high level and then one year detailed. Like so over the next 12 months, month by month, what needs to be get accomplished in this month to have you grow to the point where you need to be with the blog and 
figure out where your husband can fit in. And if, if it's all crap work, if it's all, well, I want you to do this and this. And it's like, dude, I don't want to sit and post. If it's crap work, if it's something you can hire a VA for or hire local, hire some college kid or something like that to come in and, hey, this is what I need done or whatever the case is. You need to hire somebody for the work. Don't just pass crap work off. You know, have a game plan. And, and maybe with your blog, he doesn't fit into the game plan. Maybe the whole marketing side isn't the thing. Maybe he needs his very own thing. And because the thing is, who cares about the blog? Who cares about your blog? You know how to take that out of the equation, take your content out of the equation. You know how to create an income online. Yeah, right. And that can translate into so many other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So maybe he needs his own thing. And that's what some couples, maybe they, you know, uh, what is it? The vast majority of people shouldn't be married. 50% divorce rate and the other 50%, you know, how many unhappy couples do you know? I know a bunch that shouldn't be married, but they are. And you're just like, wow. So like, let's be real here. A lot of couples, uh, him staying at work is what's keeping the relationship together. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a good real. point. Yep. So if he comes home for that freedom lifestyle, because be, be, uh, it's like before Crystal got sick, dude, it's like, hey, yeah, let's go to Mammoth. Yeah, let's, let's go to Santa Barbara. Let's go to wherever. And the next thing you know, it's like, like I said before, it's addicting. It's, it's, it's an addicting thing. So with him being at home, does he need to work on your blog or does he need his own thing? Because if he has, his, if you two butt heads already, and I'm not saying you, I'm saying you out there, if you already have that relationship and you're like, dude, with him coming home, I don't know if I could be around him that much. <laughs> well, well, if you want the freedom lifestyle, you have to be around him that much, but does it need to be in your business or it, you already know how to start an online business? Like you said, it translates to other things. Does he need his own thing? And that's something to consider as well. But regardless of how you do it, uh, I'm a firm believer in business plans. After we get off, off of this, I'm going to go snowboard for a couple hours, come home, homeschool for uh, about two or three hours. Then I'm going to get uh, busy. I have two videos, absolutely two recipe videos I'm shooting the content for today. And then, uh, well, that's dinner too. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so I'm good there. But th that's what my day is going to entail. Now, if I don't have my stuff written down and I don't know how uh, writing a plan out, I, I would never accomplish anything. I am with you and I am a huge advocate for planning. And I do that for myself almost to an annoying degree. Like I don't think anyone else does it to the, quite to the level that I do for my life. But I've never honestly thought to sit down and write out a plan that involves my husband so what advice do you have for me? Because I just think like he gets probably hung up and I can see where a lot of other men would too on finances. Like blogging is so up and down that it's hard to rely on the finances, but I think that's also can be such an excuse. So what's your advice for me as far as like establishing a plan that involves him when I really don't know anything? A business plan will help your business, period. Even if it's a crap business plan, even if you don't know how to write one and you write out a plan, it's better than nothing. So writing it out of what your goals are and how to get to those goals. And then you look at where do you need help at? And that's the thing. So you write out what you want to do, how to get there. Then you start drilling it down. Where do you need help at? Okay, well, I need logo design here. I need this design there. I need whatever. I need to hire out for this, that, the other. Or I need help with marketing. I need help with Facebook. I need help with all this stuff. 
you know, where do you need help at to get to those goals? So once you write that business plan, then you go through and, hey, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I need to hire out for this. I need to subcontract out for that. You know, whatever the case is. And you fit in that business plan of where everything is that you need help with. Then husband, you kind of put a little blue star next to everything that he would be good at. Not the crap work, but everything he would be good at. And then with that, say, hey, husband, I've written out this business plan. And you sit down next to him, say, hey, I wrote this out. And here's everything. And if it's on the computer, print it out. Uh, People will do so much better with a piece of paper in their hand. So you print it out, put it in his hand, and show him, say, hey, this is my business plan. This is what I want to do. This is all the work that I need to hire out. And here are things, as you see the little blue stars, that I think you would be excellent at and you would enjoy. What do you think? And then shut your mouth because he's going to tell you what he thinks. Yeah, I love that. Just filling in the gaps, basically. So writing out the plan, which I do, and just kind of reviewing it and combing through it, seeing what areas you need help in and going from there. I love your advice about just printing it out because that's so true, right? If someone hands you a piece of paper, you're like, okay, I am going to take this seriously. But if it's just an email, I can so easily ignore it. So I love that. Just a little little tidbit. And let me tell you, it's like my wife's bedridden and we've learned how to deal with it. But I'll be on the couch in the front room and she's in the bedroom. Instead of sending an email or a message, I'll just call her on my cell phone. Hey, babe, got a question about this. And it's like I can't stress communications what makes it work the most. Talk, speak, actually have a conversation. Don't email the, the stuff back and forth. Don't mess it. Quick messages, yeah. Hey, let's sit down and talk about the email. So like in the mornings, we usually get up, we have a cup of coffee, and we discuss the day. And uh, hey, this is what's on the agenda. This is what we're going to try to plan and everything. And here's the thing. Oh, business plans, they never, ever, ever go as planned, ever. So don't beat yourself up when they don't. Everything always gets pushed back. We're all way too ambitious Every single one of us are. So you're never going to get ahead. It's always going to get stretched out and pushed out. And it's an ever evolving thing. It's not something you make once. It's something you you make and create. And then you adjust it every single day. You look at it every single day. It's a living, breathing part of your business. I love that. I, I absolutely love that. Your business plan is a living, breathing part of your business. I love it. And I think there's so much power in that statement that people overlook so easily, right? I mean, we go day to day and we do all the things and we don't stop to look at like, where are we going? What are we doing? What <laughs> What is the plan here? And when we do that, you're right, it evolves like sometimes daily. Like that plan we make for a year from now is trash and we have to redo it and that's fine. But at least you're writing it down and making a vision for your future. Well, the thing is that plan and that vision in the future, it's not even, oh, that's trash. It's It's evolving. It's like your children. And I mean, seriously, it's look at your children. I look at my girls when they're small and little and I just look at them grow. And that's what your business plan is. It literally grows. So, you know, it's like with our girls, I just want them to be happy. At the end of the day, whenever they leave the coop, whenever that horrible day comes that they leave the house, they're going to go out and they're going to be able to take care of themselves in this world and be happy. I want to make sure that they have a couple of legs up, a couple of steps up on the ladder and that they're able to go out and be successful on their own no matter what they do and be happy while doing it. That's my ultimate goal with them. So 
your business plan is the same as your kids. You want it to be awesome. You have this ultimate vision of a freedom lifestyle of just being able to do whatever you want, whenever you want to do it within reason, obviously. And it's like, with that freedom lifestyle, your baby is your business plan. It's not your blog. It's the blog can go away. You know, what if, what if Google went away? What if Pinterest went away? You know, it's like the blog can go away, but the business plan is there. It's like, um, I, I do coaching and one of my coaching clients, boom, sold her main blog because she just wasn't passionate about it. It turned into this thing that she just wasn't passionate about it, cashed out on it. And now she has her passion project that she's doing, which is a passion project blog. So maybe the blog you have right now, is going to be something you cash out on and go do something else that you're more interested in. And your business plan is your baby that's going to lead you there. Yeah. And passions can evolve too. Yeah. Like you can start out loving blogging and eventually that might change and you can become passionate about something else. But I think that's kind of our key takeaway here is to have a plan. And if you're wanting your spouse to come and join you in business, that is the first step. And I'm so glad you pointed that out to me because I'm such a proponent of planning. And here I am, like, I don't even have a plan to present my husband. So thank you, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he had a plan in front of him, that, that would get a plan gives him power because when he comes home, he's given up his personal power. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just so like fluffy when I'm like, hey, why don't you come work with me? And <laughs> that probably sounds like, wow. Thin content. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that is thin content. <laughs> okay. So Unfortunately, we have to start saying goodbye, but I just want to know if there's anything that we haven't talked about that you feel like would be really helpful in this area as far as spouses coming over and working with their wives in business or husbands, if it's the other way around. Yeah, husbands or wives, spouses who want to come work with their significant other at home. It's uh, I truly believe whatever you work on, you need to be passionate about it. If you're not passionate about it, why do it? You know, that's at the end of the day. If you're not passionate about it, why do it? So if you're not passionate about it, don't do it. Work on your own passion project. Your wife, I imagine the majority of people listening to this are women and who are successfully blogging. So so husbands, your wife knows how to make money online. You don't, period. Put your ego aside, put it to check and listen to her uh, how to make money online. Maybe her passion project, maybe her food blog is not not the passion project that you need to be working on. And she knows how to make money online. So you can translate to your own passion project, whatever that may be. That said, uh, empathy, compassion, and respect go a long way, you know? Oh, that's great stuff. And I'm just so inspired by your story, Brian. And wow, your wife being sick and you guys have just persevered. And I love how supportive you've been of her over the years. And it sounds like you're just kind of encourage her and you have found a groove together, which is so inspiring. So I thank you so much for sharing all of that with us today. Hey, no worries. Thank you so much for having me on. And you have a, an amazing and beautiful day. All right. Oh, you too. Well, I just want to say quick that you have a list of resources relating to today's topic. And I'm going to put those on your show notes page. Brian, if you have anything to add for husbands who are thinking about joining their wives in business, send those over to me and I'll put those at eatblogtalk.com forward slash happy mothering. Brian, tell my listeners the best place to find you online. I know there's a lot of places, but what's the best place? 
Well, you can always go through Happy Mothering on Facebook page, Happy Mothering. You can go there. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Crazy Dad Speaks, or on Facebook, Crazy Dad Speaks. Um, yeah, Crazy Dad Speaks or Happy Mothering, either way. way. But if you want to talk to me personally, uh, I'm really easy to find online. Just don't look at Brian Johnson. There's over 10,000 <laughs> of them. So <laughs> Crazy Dad Speaks it is. So uh yeah, Crazy Dad Speaks or Happy Mother, and you can get a hold of me if you have any questions or anything like that. And you all take care and have a beautiful day. Thanks, Brian. And thanks for listening today, food bloggers. I will see you next time. We're glad you could join us on this episode of Eat Blog Talk. For more resources based on today's discussion, as well as show notes and an opportunity to be on a future episode of the show, be sure to head to eatblogtalk.com. If you feel that hunger for information, we'll be here to feed you on Eat Blog Talk.